Thank you for checking out Blog Theater from Happy Living. Blog Theater is Scott Berry's take on a blog post on happyliving.com. Scott is a former NFL draft pick who has turned his talents to screenwriting and performing his critically acclaimed one-man shows Solo Gig Squared and Rise. He is a man of many talents, and we hope you enjoy his burst of inspiration. This blog, this blog number four that I've been assigned to test by the good people at Happy Living is called Living with the Grace of a Stripper. It's Matt Gersper's blog, but might as well be Sarah Kaufman's. She's the author of the book, The Art of Grace, Moving Well Through Life, that inspired Matt to put pen to pad, or in this case, fingertips to keypad. Strippers. Grace. Hmm. I don't know about you, but I had to think about that one. I mean, what's the first image that pops into your head when you think of a stripper? I'll go first since I'm the guinea pig and the guy at the controls. It's the image of a near-naked woman spinning and twisting on a pole. Maybe that's a cliche. I've been guilty of them before, but it is the first shot you see in all the movies. And I have to admit that it's the first thing I see when I read that title. The second, forgive me, is of me nearly naked twisting on that pole. You know, living with the grace of a stripper, which thankfully only lasts a horrific second or two. And again... I've only been to a couple of strip clubs, and the third image that comes to mind is of a rowdy pack of men hooting and hollering and throwing money on the stage, which always seemed kind of sad to me. I don't know why. Like, there was an element of meaning or love or companionship missing from their lives, but then again, I was there too, so I'd have to ask myself that same question. Maybe that's what drove me to a strip club. I don't know. Maybe I was just there to have fun. Maybe I was just curious. Either way, the first image, the one that sticks in my mind, is of a woman dancing to a seductive soundtrack. She's fluid and effortless, not at all self-conscious, while barely dressed. I mean, sure, she's an actress in the moment, putting on an act, but it's a good one. That leads me back to Matt's title, and then him quoting Sarah from her book, Strippers, you see, have a kind of wisdom to offer. They're not self-conscious. They are not snobs. They know it's not having a perfect body that counts, but how you use it and your attitude. Strippers and wisdom and grace, how you use it, your body, your life, and opportunity. I like to extrapolate things as it starts to sink in, especially when Matt talks about wanting to live his life focused less on how he looks and more on how he moves through the world. You know, with grace, the grace of a stripper. I mean, wouldn't we all like to worry less about how we look? Wouldn't we all like to move with grace? I sure would. I find vanity so boring in people. I find my own vanity even more boring and exhausting. It's like I can't even take a yoga class without wondering how my warrior too looks from behind. Yuck, vanity. I was even shopping for a new car recently and I literally thought, I hate to admit it, I thought, how will this car make me look when I pull up? Like I'm successful? Like I have money? Like I'm cool? Like I have good taste? I literally thought all of that. And I'm not even a car guy. I've never spent any money on cars. Not like there's anything wrong with a great car or wanting to look cool, but it's not really my thing. And the whole conundrum of it clouded my ability to decide on a new ride. And so I bought nothing. My obsession with how a car might make me look, making the process unbearable until I finally walked out of the dealership and got into my old truck and drove home with a headache. No ease, 
or grace. I even called the salesman back to apologize for my indecisiveness, and I'm usually a pretty decisive guy. Grace or lack thereof. Don't we admire people who are graceful? The way they move and speak and live, even in the face of great conflict and obstacle. That's when we admire them the most. President Obama always seemed so graceful to me. So did the great NFL quarterback Joe Montana making something I knew firsthand to be extremely difficult look so easy or or singer Tony Bennett just crooning away without producing a single bead of sweat or Olympic sprinter Usain Bolt gliding over the surface of the earth or or David Bowie dancing and singing in his own idiosyncratic way like nobody was watching. Even Even my neighbor Tom, who always seems like he's riding on an invisible hoverboard when he goes out to pick up his morning paper, so light on his feet, never in a rush. He even stops some mornings and looks each way down the street, takes a deep inhale of the redwood tree in his front yard and smiles to himself. We all know when we see it, grace. We all know when we feel it. And yet we're always fighting and straining. At least I am. I can't be the only one, am I? You know, now that I think about it, grace might be the singular quality I would like to master before I leave this planet. I talk way too fast sometimes. Like right now, my mouth not nearly as fast as my brain. I have a clumsy, bouncy walk that many have tried to comically imitate. My mind often bounces from thought to thought, dancing wildly like a jazz musician. Even though I don't play a single instrument, I can't honestly say that I've ever felt entirely comfortable in my own skin. In this blog, when I see words like balance and order and harmony, my heart aches just a bit. I mean, what could be better? Money, fame, not even close. Reading Sarah's line that the heart of grace is ease, fills me with longing. Can you imagine a life filled with ease? Not easy, but ease, even in the difficult moments, in moments of heartbreak and heartache, in moments of great loss and success, ease. Or Sarah calls it relinquishing yourself to the flow. Like just this past Saturday, I was sitting with my five-year-old daughter at Starbucks, fumbling with the diabolical lid on her hot chocolate, trying to get that plastic spoon out of its steel wrapper and trying to cut her rock-hard bagel with a plastic knife made of jello. And I happened to look out the window at a man with two kids, all the stuff on his table that I had on mine times two. And what caught my eye was the way he moved through all of it, including hats and zippers and napkins, with such calm and ease amidst the bustle of a busy Starbucks on a Saturday morning. And I thought, I want to be like that guy. So I leaned back in my chair and looked at my daughter, took a deep breath, and looked at our table and thought how silly it all was. How silly I was, letting myself be defeated by a lid and a spoon and a plastic knife. Grace allows us to walk lightly and easily, enhancing the enjoyment of life, Sarah says in her book. Grace and ease. The grace of a stripper.
thank you for listening to Blog Theater from Happy Living. If you enjoyed this performance, please leave us a kind review. To read the inspiration for this episode of Blog Theater, go to happyliving.com backslash blogtheater.